What's up, guys? It's Shelby with Flash Boss Radio. This is episode number nine. It has been so fun bringing you guys these episodes, and if you're someone who works with a team, you'll especially love this one today. Kendra Harris, who is joining us today, is the owner of Wildflower Beauty Bar in Gilbert, Arizona, and she's also a trainer for Lash Affair, which is how we met. Kendra joins me today to talk about her journey through owning Wildflower and the beauty of being part of a strong team. But even if you're a solo artist, you'll still love her spirit and have something to take away from this. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Without further ado, here is Kendra. Okay, Kendra, so tell me how you got your start in the lash industry. So when I was 17 years old, I actually went to a tech school while I was in high school. Um, and I went to, to the tech school it's called East Valley Institute of Technology. And I went for aesthetics and it was a 10-month program. So I did that. And then after I graduated, I really didn't have an interest in anything. So I was kind of like, eh, I'm not going to get my license, whatever. Completely just wasted my own time. And then I found lashes and I just loved it. I love the instant gratification that I get. I'm definitely an instant gratification kind of person. So I love that, like, Mm -hmm. when someone gets off my table, they can look right in the mirror and it's instantly like, oh my gosh, they look so great. I'm so happy with how these look. Right. What year was that? That was 2012. And now you are doing lashes and you're still doing skincare. Mm -hmm. And you own Wildflower Beauty Bar, which are you guys fully staffed right now or you guys just expanded this year, didn't you? Yeah, so we just hit our year mark at our Gilbert location. I've currently got nine girls. Wow. Kind of crazy over there. But um, I just actually got my lease agreement for a new space down in Queen Creek. So hopefully within the next four months, we'll have a second location and it will be all done. Oh my goodness. It's so exciting. So out of all of the services that you offer, do you think lashes are the most popular? Yeah, for sure. And again, I think it's just that instant gratification kind of thing with facials. Facials are amazing. I love doing them, but it's just, you, you might have a facial or two that you get that instant, like, wow, my skin looks beautiful, but there's just nothing like putting lashes on somebody and them just like instantly falling in love with what you've done for them. What do you think makes wildflowers so unique? Oh gosh, I am probably really annoying and I set obnoxious high standards for my girls So I'm constantly like educating. We, this year, I I just started doing workshops every single month. So every month we focus on something different. Um, Like January was designing the eye. Last month was microneedling. So we did a facial. This month is going to be duroplaning. So another facial. So I'm definitely keeping them on their toes as far as like education, as well as like quality of products. We use only Lash Affair at our studio as well as, you know, making sure that we're providing the best possible customer service and like everybody leaves feeling, you know, a thousand times better than when they walked in the door Mm -hmm. because that's super, super important to me. Yeah. I feel like we have that same philosophy at Pink Lady and it actually has helped us a lot. Um, Do you feel like you have pretty low turnover too with your staff? Oh, yeah. 
For sure. I'm actually, yeah. And that's kind of what's funny about you and I is like, I have noticed that like, we are so similar in the way that like, we do take things personally that maybe we shouldn't take personally. Mm-hmm. We take our businesses very, very seriously. Um, reviews are both very, you know, very important to you and I. That's something that I've noticed about us. Yeah. Um, as well as, you know, the turnover, I'm actually celebrating one year with one of my girls today. Um, I've got three other girls that have been with me. We're going on two years. So yeah, I definitely like to create an environment that's like fun and easy and laid back, but still at the same time, very straightforward. And yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what qualities do you look for whenever you're hiring? Definitely looks for somebody that's, um, knows what they want. So somebody that's going to come in and they're like, I'm super passionate about lashes. They have to love lashes. That's something that's super important because we do so many lashes. I make it kind of a requirement like, Hey, this is something that you have to do here. Um, you can do other things, but we they do have to know lashes just because we have such a high demand for them. Um, as well as obviously being respectful, we do not have any drama in my studio. Like I can't even tell you that there's ever been an issue between two of my girls. Um, so we all get along very, very well. So they have to be team players. And that's something that like, I'm like, if you're not a team player and you're someone who wants to go off and do your own thing, that's totally cool. Go off and do that. But know that you're not going to fit in well here if you're not a team player and you want to be on the team with other people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are just a couple of things that like I look for when bringing on a new girl. Yeah. I, I feel like I share those same things right there. Um, and I think in this industry, it's really hard to find sometimes people that are team players because I don't know, you, you see that all the time, everybody just eventually wanting to go off on their own. But I think there's something beautiful about you know, teams that grow together. And I think you're a lot stronger as a team than you are individually. So. Oh my gosh. It's so true. There's literally like nothing more fun because we're all so different and we all have something so different to bring to the table. As far as like, you know, one of us might be better with marketing and the other person might be better with client intake. So I don't think that there's one person that is like the best at everything. And I just feel like as a team, we just thrive together. Exactly. Do you plan to have a lot of locations in Arizona or outside of the state or or what are your plans with that? I really don't know. I don't know if I could, I definitely could never go out of my state. Um, It's funny because my realtor was like, we're going to have you franchised in five years. And I was like, absolutely not. Like I'm too controlling and I am too, um, involved in what's going on in my studio. I hear it all the time that people will say like, wait, you're the owner, like, oh, my last place, I never even knew who the owner was. Like, and that's important to me that people know, like, hey, I'm here for you. If you need something, just reach out to me. Because I feel like it's so silly that people don't know who the owners of these places are. So I'm definitely going to make a point to, you know, make my appearance known. I do confirmations personally, I personally reach out to every single client that comes in that's new, and ask them how they like their facial or how they like their lashes. So I definitely like stay in touch with our clientele. So as far as expanding, I don't know. I really, I never even imagined having a storefront in the first place. So the fact that I like am working on number two is kind of just blowing my mind. So I guess we're just taking it a day at a time. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I I feel the same about expansion. I I would never want to franchise just because you lose that quality control. So you totally do. Yeah. So whenever you were first starting out lashing, who were some of your mentors or people who inspired you? 
I definitely, when I first started, it's funny because when I first started doing washes, I wanted nothing to do with anybody else. I wanted to stay in my own little bubble and I didn't want to talk to anybody else. I wanted to just, cause it, this is a hard industry. Mm-hmm. It's an industry where you've got two types of women. You've got the women that are all about you thriving and helping each other grow and helping each other be amazing. And then you've got this other group of women that literally want to cut your throat any chance they get. Yeah. So it's really hard. And so for a while, and it was so young. And I think a lot of people were intimidated by that and they were annoyed that I was so young coming into the industry. So I really kept my nose down, um, to be completely honest until I met Janelle, Mm -hmm. uh, that's the owner and CEO of Wash Affair. She, um, was really great to me and so kind and educated me on what I needed to be educated on. And then through that, I met my Wash Affair team and, um, you know, I have a lot of fun with Flash Pair Girls, and it's really great to bounce ideas off of each other as well as troubleshooting. I'm super grateful for that support. For sure. Um, and then, so you've been training for Lash Affair for over two years now, right? Um, I think so. I think it's going to be two years or th- no, it's going to be three years in August. Yeah. What is some of the most asked questions that you get in your classes? That's a tough one because I don't really feel like there is like a question that is most asked. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a student will be like, so do I need to apply an extension to every single natural lash? And I'm like, yes, girlfriend, every single natural lash. And that kind of blows people's minds. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, you want me to put an eyelash on every single one of these? And I'm like, yes, that is the goal. Every single time, 100% coverage. Go for it. <laughs> What do you think is some of the best advice that you've received so far while doing lashes? Like whenever you were learning classic or volume? Um, it's not going to be lash related, but something that I've learned in this industry is that I can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. And that does make me really sad because I really do want to make everybody happy. <laughs> yeah. But, and especially the bigger you get, the harder it is to control as far as like, you know, right now we see about 260 appointments a week at my studio. Oh my gosh. And that's a lot of people to make sure are super happy walking in and out of their service, no matter what the conflict or, you know, whatever could have been. That's, that's really hard for me. And so somebody just told me, you know, you need to realize that you can't make everybody happy. And the second I finally did realize that and sat back and I was like, I need to get over this. I feel like it just made me a better owner as far as like, and it made me a better person too, because, you know, that's really hard for me to take negativity. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just kind of have to take that negativity and be better from it and try my best to make the situation better every single time. But sometimes I just can't because sometimes people just want to be hard and they don't want to make things better. And that's just on them. And you kind of just have to take it and like, not take that energy. in cause I have a really hard time not absorbing that like negativity and that bad energy. And I've just been realizing less that I absorb that and less that I take on that negativity, the better my life has been. Mm -hmm. And it's totally helped me change my attitude. When you're not at work, what kind of things do you do to de-stress? I will spend a lot of time with my family as well as just spending a lot of time alone because I feel like as lash artists, we do a lot of talking. We do a lot of like, hi, how are you? Oh my gosh. And we have to be on and happy all of the time. And sometimes that can be really hard and it is really exhausting. And I don't think people realize how mentally exhausting our job is. 
And so it's really important for me to like come home. You know, I, I literally have probably 20 different journals that I literally will just grab whatever one's first insight and I'll just start to write, whether it's about my day, whether it's about a business idea that I have or something that I need to talk to somebody about or a critique that I have for one of my girls that I need to remember. And I just write. And I feel like that's definitely a way that I can kind of just decompress. And maybe it still has to do with work. But at least I'm sitting in my own thoughts with no one else talking to me and just a little bit of quiet um, and being able to just like be myself. Right. And yeah, so I love being home. I'm definitely a homebody, too. So coming home and like hanging out with my husband and just not doing anything is like my cup of tea. So Scott also owns businesses and you guys own Mm -hmm. a couple together. Um, How do you feel like that has helped you guys individually as business owners? Oh my gosh, it's like the best thing ever. And I could never imagine being married to somebody that wasn't a business owner Mm -hmm. because he just gets me. Like I come home and I'm like, gosh, what do I do about this client? Or what do I do about one of my girls? Or I need your help figuring this out. And he literally can just like, take me out of my own head and just be like, you're being crazy first. (laughs) Second, you know, he can kind of like, just put me back in my place and just say like, you don't need to be stressing about that. Or tell me like, okay, that is something you need to be stressing about. He's definitely my, my logic. I'm very emotional and he's very like, all right, let's get down to business about this. So it's very great to have somebody that I can bounce ideas off of. And I'm seriously like so incredibly grateful to like, have somebody that also has that business mind and like gets my everyday struggle. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you help him with the same types of things? Yeah, it's a little bit harder for me because like he works on cars. (laughs) So like he comes home and he's like, babe, actually just a couple days ago, he was like, honey, the Corvette that I detailed yesterday got first place at the car show. And I'm like, okay cool (laughs) I'm like is that a big deal like I don't know is that a big deal he's like yeah that's a huge deal I'm like okay that's a solid win go divine detail like Uh awesome so it's like a little different just because like I feel like all I talk about is eyelashes all of the time and I swear the guy could sit down with a pair of tweezers and and blow your mind with the sets that he could probably do (laughs) but so I try to be better and I try to be good about like listening and understanding kind of what he does at work too because that is super important and he loves his job and he's really good at it so and you guys of all things have a kettle corn kettle corn yeah yeah (laughs) and I thought that's funny because uh it's like you know Kendra just basically if she likes something she's just gonna create (laughs) her own company from it literally exactly what happened it was just like a couple of years ago I think we had just started living together yeah Mm -hmm. we were still in an apartment and um I love kettle corn and I always have and I just happened to look on Craigslist and someone was selling like a basically brand new industrial machine and so I was like well what the hell Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so we went and checked it out and he taught Scott how to use it so we just invested in this business and started doing it and we have a blast with it it's it's something again that kind of helps us decompress because it's not very serious right you know I work on somebody's eyes all day he works on people's cars all day both very precious belongings to people obviously Mm -hmm. and um it's very nice to kind of just go do that everyone is happy at those events no one is ever mad at us like it's just kind of one of those things that's just super easy and very laid back and just fun to do together 
That's so cool. Going back to lashes, um, what is what is one of the best decisions or investments that you've ever made uh, in your career so far? Best decision, hands down, is starting a team. Um, like we had said, but we like we had talked about before. I just love being a part of a team, and I don't know what it would be like to go to work now and not have my girls there and have all of the rooms full and have you know, 40 and 50 people coming in and out of our door every single day Mm -hmm. because it, it's so fun and just seeing everybody's happy faces and all the smiles that come in and out of our door. It's just great. And being able to make somebody's day and also being able to help each other out as far as like, Hey, you know, if I'm having a bad day, I can get somebody else's advice. Or if I just need a freaking hug from somebody, I can just go in another room and get a hug. So it's great. I, you know, for sure, the best decision I ever made was, you know, bringing a team on. Awesome. Do you have a favorite failure of yours? Something that seemed like a bad thing, but ended up being a good thing? Um, this is going to sound really weird, but when I first started bringing people on, it was something that I didn't know anything about it, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm bringing on these girls and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what kind of people to bring on. I don't know how to treat them. They don't know how to treat me kind of a situation. So it's kind of just one of those things where I have definitely been burned. Um, Not by many, but just by a couple. But it's a learning process. I feel like when you start bringing people into your life and bringing people onto your team and trusting them with your name, it's it's something that you aren't going to be perfect at the first time. At least I wasn't for sure. So I just feel like Me I had to definitely learn. Yeah. It's, so I definitely feel like I had to learn the hard way, you know? Yeah. But I mean, fortunately, it seems like you obviously probably learned real quick because the girls that you have oh, yeah. now, like a lot of them have been there a while. So you must have learned really quick and yeah. and fixed that. So I've had the yeah. same things happen. And I think most people have that happen. Um And it's hard, especially if you're so passionate about what your company is and what your business Mm -hmm. is. And if you start it from the ground up and you didn't just buy into it, you do take things personally and you do want to see the good in people and think that everyone is just as passionate as you are and therefore the right reasons. And unfortunately, it's not always like that. Um, But you you learn and you learn how to spot that those things like from day one. So. Yeah, it definitely only takes once. And then you're like, all right, well, now I know it was kind of like, okay, that happened once. Now I know what questions to ask next time. Exactly. That it won't happen again. Exactly. What do you think is your favorite memory in your last career so far? Favorite memory? Oh, gosh, how do you just pick one, though? (laughs) (laughs) You can pick two. Um, Favorite memory, I think, today is probably the grand opening of Wildflower, my first storefront we did a big party and it was just a good time like the energy was so good and everyone was so happy and all my girls were there and it's just there's something so incredible about being surrounded by people who just genuinely know that like they want to be there and they love you and they love your vision Mm -hmm. and they just want to be surrounded and engulfed in that and that that memory has like forever been like embedded in my head and I'm just like okay when can we do it again like when can I feel that again I know what you mean yeah it's the best oh my gosh (laughs) so let's talk about 
something that you might see as controversial in the lash industry that you have an opinion on? So something controversial that I kind of um, think about a lot is people that are not licensed that are doing lash extensions. Personally, I feel like it should be a nationwide requirement that you have a license to do lash extensions because we are working on people's eyeballs. Right. Um, I can tell you firsthand that someone coming into my class that is not licensed doesn't know the first thing about barbicide or sanitation and sterilization or possibly could not even define what blepharitis is to me. And that's hard because we are working on such a delicate part of people's bodies. And I feel like it's so important that you go through the licensing to be able to educate your clients. And, you know, even in school, we go through eight, 10, 12 weeks of sterilization. Right. So just making sure that we sterilize all of the our implements so that we're not spreading crazy kind of, you know, diseases and all that kind of stuff to our clients. And I know that that's super controversial because I posted about it a couple of times and I've had women come at me and be like, it doesn't matter. I went and saw somebody licensed that did lashes and she completely botched my eyes. And I'm like, I'm not saying that someone that is licensed is going to do a great job, Mm -hmm. but you at least know that they have the education of sterilization and keeping their hands clean and why it's important to keep your surfaces clean and why we have to change our bed sheets out and stuff like that. I think it's so important and I'm like constantly under fire for it, but I still talk about it and I still stand very firmly in that because I truly believe that people who don't have a license should not be doing lash extensions. Then you get online and you see like $35 for a full set and $60 for volume. And I like want to choke. I'm like, what do you mean? See what's going to happen with that. I I actually have a strong feeling it's not going to happen because I think there are enough people that advocate for raising your prices or at least not lowering them Um, be the lowest in your area. But that's exactly what happened to the nail industry was full sets and fills for nails used to be so much more than they are now. And then they just kept lowering their prices. And now I would say getting a full set of nails takes about the same time as doing lashes, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Or a fill or something. And I don't know. I just don't think there's enough money in nails. And that's so sad that that's what happened to their industry. And and it's almost like they can't really do anything about it at this point. That's just what happened. And that would happen if the lash industry was filled with people with that same mindset. But I I don't think it's going to. But... Honestly, yeah, that's another thing. People who undercharge are really doing nobody any favors, even themselves. Yeah, it really sucks. But And it's sad because with things like the nail industry, you see like, okay, you can go to a nail salon and pay $27 for a full set. Or you can go to an independent nail girl. Like my nail girl, I know charges $50 for an acrylic set. And I'm like, and when I first heard that, I'm like, ouch. Mm-hmm. Why such a difference? But at the same time, it's like you are getting what you're paying for. Yeah, that's like, true. I go in and I get an independent, private conversation with one person and the focus is on me and there's no rush. And I know she uses great product and I know she's, you know, sterilizing the implements that she should be. So I'm paying for that experience and I'm paying for her education. Right. Agree. And that's what's important. Yes, ma'am. So what does a typical day look like for you? Oh, gosh. There is no typical day in the life (laughs) of Kendra Harris. 
I can tell you that right now. Every day, I swear, is like a surprise. It's like a box yeah. that I just open and I never know what I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. But um, normally, I will wake up around the same time my husband does just, just to check my phone because my husband is literally up at the butt crack of dawn. Mm. And I will check the work phone and just kind of make sure that like nothing catastrophic is going on and then go back to bed. And on my days off, I do, you know, I get up about eight and then I'll sit and do some social media stuff as well as like making sure that like all my client texts are answered and my phone calls are called back, all that kind of stuff. And then if I am going to work, I head into work and I lash all day long and then come home, make dinner and go to sleep and do it all over again. So no two days are ever the same, but it is always so busy. Mm -hmm. Do you have a specific morning or evening routine? Like any sort of, do you implement any sort of like meditation or time to read or anything like that? I wish that I did. The only thing that I really do at night, it's always at night is when I come home, I really kind of just decompress and I have to spend like 10 minutes alone. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk. Like if Scott's home, I'm like, you know, I just need a minute. I don't want to talk to you. I just need like five, 10 minutes of just quiet just to kind of like reconnect myself, disconnect from wildflower, you know, turn off the work phone, make sure that like I'm turning into wife mode and turning off Kendra, the lash artist, the business owner. Yeah. So that's definitely something I do at night um, as well as in the mornings. I love starting my mornings. I always, always am listening to music or a book. So depending on kind of my mood, if I'm feeling a little bit more like upset about something that morning, I'll turn on like Demi Lovato just to like get me in a better mood and, you know, spice up my morning a little bit. But then if I'm in a good mood and I just am feeling really motivated, I'll turn on an audio book. And just kind of sit and listen to that while I'm doing my makeup. Do you have any passions outside of work that aren't beauty related? Kettle corn. (laughs) (laughs) I love kettle corn, but it's not like I'm not that passionate about it. Uh Um, Gosh, as sad as it might sound, I don't. Um, I am a homemaker. I am very like, I love, I love serving my husband. I love coming home and making dinner so that when he comes home, it's there for him. I will like meal prep for him because I just love serving him in that way. So I just love being a housewife, I guess. So I wish like I probably my past life, I was a a housewife (laughs) and I did nothing but like Susie homemaker things. But Mm -hmm. I love just making my home like a sanctuary and just. So do you have any weaknesses that you work on actively to make yourself a better person, wife, business owner? Um, again, one of my biggest flaws is definitely that I take things personally. I, even if it has nothing to do with me and, you know, someone else dropped the ball on something, I will take that to heart and it just ruins me and it will ruin the whole rest of my night. It doesn't matter if I'm at home. I shut down. I'm quiet. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to look at anybody. And that's something that I've really struggled with. And that's not normal. You know, it's not, it's not, it's, it's okay to be sad, but it's not okay to live there. Right. I feel like sometimes I live there. So I kind of just have to like take a st- step back and just say like, I don't, want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. so it might sound cheesy but a lot of times I got to pray about it and just give it to God and just walk away because 
that is the only thing that is my saving grace at the end of the day. My poor husband has talked me off of a cliff more times than I would like to admit. And I feel like that's just definitely a flaw of mine. It's, it's, a, it's a good and a bad thing. You know, it's good that we take these things to heart and we take our businesses seriously, but it also shouldn't ruin me personally. Yeah. Um, and you were there, like, I don't know if you listened to yeah. Janelle's episode. You were there whenever that Arizona trip I got. Well, it was about one of my, the one of the girls on my team. Yeah. There was a review and you saw that. I, I did the exact same thing as you, as you, like I just shut down and it's like, you'd like to think sometimes like, okay, like next time I'm going to handle it like this, but you, you can't control like your emotional response sometimes, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. And it is something again, like I was saying, when you're that attached to the company, when you started it yourself from ground zero, that's unfortunately what happens. But I think eventually hopefully it will get better mm-hmm. we'll get better at like handling those types of things but and I'm sure yeah. you have yeah I think it does it's actually kind of funny because there is a local salon here they do hair and they're huge mm-hmm. um I mean they do celebrities and she travels all over the world and so they're kind of a big deal here and they've got a price tag to match it and so, you know, you go and get your hair done with her and you're out the door $1,200. Oh, wow. So I saw, I have a religious client of mine who actually gets her hair done there, not by the owner personally, but by one of the girls that works there. And she came in and she told me, she's like, oh yeah, when she gets bad reviews, she does not give a crap. Wow. She's like, she, she says, you know, if it's something about the price, okay, well then go somewhere else. If it's something about, you know, your hair not turning out how you wanted it to, it doesn't bother her. And sometimes, yes, it really should. Because if it was like a technician error, then yeah, you should care about it. Mm-hmm. But to be completely honest with you, how I've gotten through a lot of like the drama that I've been through is I keep telling myself, I need to be more like her. I need yeah. to be more like her. Mm-hmm. Not so like, I hate to say insensitive because she's a really great lady. But kind of insensitive, kind of just, you know, have this attitude where like, I'm going to fix it, but I don't care, you know? Right. She puts a shield over her little soul. Yeah. Yeah. Basically exactly what it is. Like she doesn't let it pass through like the exterior. Right. So she takes it in and says, okay, well, whatever. And so that's kind of how I've been recently is I take client feedback and I'm like, okay, well, whatever, but how are we going to fix the situation just so it doesn't get to my heart and I don't, you know, dwell in this, like, sadness for all eternity. Right. I love that. So you also make videos for, I feel like you make a lot of informative videos for lash artists and clients. Mm-hmm. Do you, is that something, like, you want to take to YouTube? I don't know. I've thought about it. I've thought about going on YouTube and making videos. You should. Maybe I will one day um, (laughs) when I get spare time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, right now, there's no, like, serious plans. I do feel like it's very important for me to inform because I'm in a place, especially where I live and where my studio is, that is so extremely saturated with, people doing lashes out of their basement or out of their spare bedroom or not having a license. 
or, you know, doing all kinds of crazy crap to people's eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really important. I'm like, well, if no one else is going to talk about it, then I'm going to talk about it. So that's basically what I'm doing. Love it. So this concludes episode nine. I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Kendra. You can find her on Facebook or Instagram at Wildflower Beauty Bar. You can also find me on Facebook or Instagram under Lash Boss Radio, of course, or even Pink Lady Lash. I just want to say really quick, thank you guys again. I know I've said this a million times, but the love and support that I received from the community is absolutely heartwarming. And I really just feel like I can't say thank you enough. If you're going to be in Vegas for IVS, I will also be there. So come find me and we can chat lashes. Otherwise, I will see you back next week for episode number 10.